0: You're listening to the Vox Media podcast network. All right, Mike Heck here for MMAfighting.com, and what is wh- what could be more scarier, John, than two bald Bostonians previewing an international fight week card? I am happy to be here once again, previewing a big pay-per-view event with the man, the myth, the legend, John Anik. Welcome back to Vegas, my
1: man. Oh, it's great to be here. I've been here a long time. This is the busiest week of my professional career, at least on paper, a couple press conferences, UFC Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which uh, which is a labor of love, of course. And uh, we're sitting here in our dressing room, man, for the first time. So uh, I'm excited to get things going. Obviously, we got a, a few big days coming up.
0: I appreciate the access very much. I appreciate your time as always. Uh, of course, we have Israel Adesanya back in the main event spot, defending his title against Jared Cannonier, And I feel like every time we talk, it seems like everybody is on one fighter, but not so much on the other. And I, I give you the opportunity to kind of sell that other fighter to us. And I feel like there's a compelling case for Jared Cannonier here. I feel like he's being overlooked. I feel like he brings some interesting weapons to the table, especially those leg kicks, his offensive movement. Yeah. He does a lot of things that could give Israel some problems. So I'm curious, in your eyes, is Cannonier the most overlooked challenger that Adesanya has, has faced in a title
1: defense? Perhaps it's a good question. I mean, Israel Adesanya himself certainly is not overlooking Jared Cannonier, And I think when you look at sort of the total mix of Jared Cannonier, the combination of speed and power, the heavyweight body methodically moving down to light heavyweight and then moving down to middleweight, I do think it stands to reason that physically and in other ways he could pro- pose some problems for Israel Adesanya. Um, you just never know until they get in there, right? And I would you know, throw caution at people who are rushing to the window necessarily to bet Jared Cantonier. you know, Israel Adesanya called for this challenger, right? He had said repeatedly that he felt like Kananir might be a dark, dark horse in this division and thought that eventually he would ascend. And obviously two straight wins have afforded him this championship opportunity. But um, Izzy says he's looking to take his game to a whole new level and uh, holding himself to a higher standard, I believe was the direct quote. So uh, we'll see what Adesanya has, has to offer. I mean, I'm going to sit down with these guys tomorrow. Seems as though Adesanya is prioritizing a finish, uh, which doesn't, always materialize, but uh, it's a great championship fight, and I would say probably a little bit wider on the betting line than I expected, as we see money here during fight week continue to come in on Izzy.
0: Adesanya is saying that he thinks his performance will resemble what Anderson Silva did to Forrest Griffin that night when Silva jumped up to 205. We saw that sort of matrix performance, and We hear Izzy with all the confidence in the world, but we we don't typically hear him like that. Like he sees a specific path, he sees a specific way, and he's trying to compare it to one of just the craziest all-time offensive performances – when you see Izzy this confident, what, what does that make you think? Because the last time I think I've really seen him focus like this and, and looking at certain things was the Paul Costa fight, and yeah. we know what
1: happened there. He really is more motivated by challengers and the specific nature of those challengers than money. I mean certainly his bankroll is fatter than yours and mine combined, but that's encouraging when you hear Adesanya talk – in that way. I also think it's a little bit liberating to have at least temporarily, if not permanently, have closed that Robert Whitaker chapter. You know, Robert Whitaker is an outstanding fighter, future Hall of Famer in my mind, and a very difficult guy to prepare for because he brings a lot to the table. And, uh, you know, I was with Whitaker recently and he just, you know, almost gasping, talking about Izzy's length and how difficult a man he is to fight. So yes, I would certainly be encouraged uh, from everything I'm hearing on the Adesanya side. And I guess one thing that I'm interested to ask him tomorrow, um, to what extent did you physically change things up? Was that a motivation to add a little bit more muscle mass and maybe cut a little bit more weight? I don't think he's going to do that, but it remains to be seen. And Jared
0: just choosing to block out the outside noise and just focus on himself, which I think is a really good strategy. You don't want to get lost and caught up with with the hype around Israel Adesanya. I love this main event. I think it's a fascinating fight, but the co-main event, John. The co-main event, Volkanovsky Holloway 3. And you and I have talked a few times about which – which matchups we'd like to see a potential seven game series out of. Right. And I feel like this one's right at the top of the list. So. I am more excited for this fight than I was the previous two. What say you?
1: It's incredible man and uh, I put my pay-per-view open out there on social media, on Instagram and my twin brother called me. He's like, dude, you gotta redo the whole goddamn thing. You gotta get Volkanovski in there. So we've actually rewritten the pay-per-view open and doing more of like an Australia New Zealand theme that puts the spotlight on not just Israel Adesanya but Alexander Volkanovski as well. I'm jumping out of my skin. I'm trying to stay on camera when breaking down this fight for you because both guys have improved, not exponentially per se, but since that second meeting on Fight Island. Max Holloway has turned in arguably the greatest singular performance I've ever seen octagon side against Calvin Cater. And Volk has introduced this whole new version. I think with Volkanovski, one of my bigger takeaways, he just seems to be lighter and leaner and uh, not that he wasn't a picture of championship medal and focus before, but he's taken all of that stuff to a whole new level. So, uh, you know, I think the fight is properly priced. I know a lot of people see value on Max Holloway plus 155 against any man in the world at 145 pounds. And I can understand that school of thought, Um, but I do think it's going to take a a pretty damn perfect performance for Max to, uh, to rest the belt away.
0: Holloway's fired up. He's fired always up this fired week, out. and he's calling. He's saying that he doesn't see this fight getting out of the third round, which you don't hear from Max that often. It's always it is what it is. That's why we fight. Whatever happens, I don't have a game plan. But he's coming out and saying, I don't think this fight's getting out of the third round. Your thoughts on just this this amped
1: attitude of Max Holloway heading into this big fight that he feels could define his legacy as a whole? I love it. I think a lot of it is rooted in confidence and the work that he has done to get here not that we want to lean too much into the countdown show for UFC 276 but they certainly documented some of the work that his team is doing and maybe a specific focus area for them strength and conditioning they feel like for a war of attrition like this they need to be a little bit stronger so I do think Max's energy really is a byproduct of, of the hay being in the barn and, and all the work that he's put in to get to this point I, I can't F and wait I mean do we swear here Michael I can't wait if
0: Volkanovsky wins, that's really where things get interesting, because if Holler wins, I feel like we're just going to go back to the well again. But if Volk does do and make it 3-0, and is it Josh Emmett? Do we, do we go that route? Or do you think he jumps up to 155 and, and takes a shot there? I know we don't have an official champion just yet, but... Alex Volkanovski versus Charles Oliveira Alex Volkanovski versus Zizlan
1: Makachev down the road Man, scratches me right where we're at Yeah, no, I mean, certainly Volkanovski would be in a position to call his shot Maybe not at 155 pounds I'm certainly compelled as a fan to see him eventually move up, but I think we have some clarity that we need to sort of get at 55 before Volkanovski enters that mix, but uh, I certainly don't make those decisions. As far as featherweight is concerned it seems as though Josh Emmett is going to be in the building uh, albeit a little sore from his fight a couple of weeks ago. Arnold Allen is lurking I don't believe he has an opponent right now. I guess for me, as a guy born in 1978, kind of like to see the old guy Josh Emmett get a nod. But uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy to think about, you know, I don't know what you call a trilogy that happens four times, right? A quadrilogy or whatever the hell people are calling it. It's crazy to think that we could really have two of them in the next 12 months or so when you think about Davison and Figueiredo and Brandon Moreno. But uh, yeah, man, I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure we're getting finality with, with Volkanovsky Holloway 3. I think these guys are going to fight a fourth time.
0: And I hope so. And I'm here for it. Of course, we got Alex Paheta versus Sean Strickland. Big fight at 185. You have to think the winner of that fight, especially if Izzy wins, if especially if Paheta wins. That's the matchup. Strickland's an interesting character and test as well. Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munoz is a really interesting fight. And Robbie Lawler, Brian Barbarina gets up to the main card as well, John. Which fight? Really stands out to you, and which one isn't really getting the, the love it deserves? That we're going to give it love right now.
1: Well, I'm excited that Robbie Lawler and Brian Barberina are being given this opportunity. I certainly feel bad for Misha Tate that her UFC flyweight debut is a little bit delayed, but it's Sean Strickland and Alex Pareda every day of the week for me. It's a pick 'em right now, uh, at least in most sports books out there. And, uh, you know, I don't think that Sean Strickland is being overlooked per se. I just think the betting line sort of speaks to two way action, and a lot of people that believe in Alex Pereira. One thing I will tell you in now having talked to Glover Teixeira on three different occasions about Pareda. He says his physical strength is different. And if you would want to have anything, I would think to deal with Sean Strickland and some of these clinch situations, I think physical strength would be super helpful. Certainly he can set a pace, Strickland can, over 15 minutes that most guys can't keep up with. Um, Thankfully, I don't have to pick a winner in that fight, but I'm absolutely fascinated to see how it plays out.
0: Last thing, you said busiest week, your professional career, of course, Thursday or tomorrow as we record this, it's the Hall of Fame. Habib Nurmagomedov, Daniel Cormier, your broadcast partner, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. What, what is that like for you to, to know that it's coming, and what's it gonna be like for you to see DC get up there and, and get enshrined as, as he so well deserves?
1: you're sort of jerking my emotions here. I mean, this one just hits different. I don't know any other way to describe it. Even when I was going through some of my script last night, trying to get ready, uh, even just uttering his name sort of gives me like a full body chill because of how many hours I have spent with this man. So, um, needless to say, I'm very excited for him and to be able to go in with his dear friend Khabib Nurmagomedov is going to be very special. So, uh, I'm trying to, you know, be emotionless this week, but it's going to be tough on Thursday night.
0: John, always appreciate the time, Uh, my man. Got to let you go. You're the busiest man in Vegas right now. So, Appreciate it very
1: much. (laughs) I'm sure there are others. Go, Socks! Sorry.
0: Let's go! You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.